Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to episode six of the Bruise Not Broken podcast. Before we get into today's episode, of course, I want to start us off with a little devotional. So the devotional is going to be coming from Ecclesiastes chapter three, and we're going to be going from uh, verses one through eight. Again, it's Ecclesiastes chapter three, verses one through eight. And it reads, there is a season for everything and a time for every delight and event or purpose under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to throw away stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to search and a time to give up as lost. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear apart and a time to sew together. A time to keep silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. Amen. Look, there is a time and a season for everything. I don't know who I'm talking to, but you allow the devil to make you believe that you missed your opportunity, that you missed your time, that you know you no longer have the time to shine. That's a lie. That is a lie. Do not believe in the enemy's lies and, you know, telling you that you'll never make it or, you know, you'll forever be at this stage. Because as you can see here in chapter 3 from verses 1 to 8, that God says there is a time for everything. There's a time to uplift. There's a time to bring down. There's a time to, you know, embrace. And there's a time not to embrace. Bad things ultimately give way to better things. Listen, God is good all the time. and All the time, God is good. And if you trust in God, then you know that, you know, evil will ultimately turn around to good. Look, verse 2, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot what is planted. You can see in these verses that there is a balance between the good and the evil. But at the end of the day, the good will always overcome the evil. That is why God has stated that he has appointed a time for everything under heaven. So your life may be looking bad right now. You know, you, your situation may look horrible, but it's going to get better. God has already said it is going to get better. He has already appointed a time for your come up. He has already appointed a time for your promotion. It is already in the works. I don't know who this is for, but this is confirmation for somebody. Your promotion is on the way. Your come up is on the way. You took 10 steps back, but listen, you about to get pushed 20 steps forward. Your time is coming. You didn't miss it. You didn't miss it. Your time is coming. Your time is coming. Also, in this verse, you you see the pattern of trouble. You see the pattern of evil in life, how we can't run from it. You know, God never said that there wouldn't be no adversity, but he said that he'll be with you through it. But when you read Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 8, you see that, listen, there is evil in this world. And I believe that Solomon wrote this portion of Ecclesiastes. If I'm, if I'm wrong, please correct me. Um, but he understood that though there are good things in life, bad things can't be escaped. I'm going to say that again. Though there are good things in life, bad things cannot be escaped. So stop hiding. <laughs> it's going to come anyway. You're scared of the world because you don't want nothing bad to happen to you. All you know, all your life you've been just dealing with a whole bunch of mess. 
okay? A whole bunch of pressure, a whole bunch of stress. But listen, I'm here to tell you, you need to get out. You cannot live in fear of the world. The only fear that you should be having is the fear of God, but you should not be hiding away and wasting your life away because you're fearing things that are not God. Things are going to happen. Struggles are going to come, but that's how we get refined. A lot of us, you know, want to get to that next level, but we don't want to get refined. Listen, those nice little rings you see, gold little necklaces you got, they had to be refined in the furnace. Same thing with you. You know, yes, we were fearfully and wonderfully made, but we still got some work to get through. Okay, we still got some work that needs to get done inside of us. And the only way that we are going to able to, you know, get that work done is if we get outside of our shelves. So, no, you know, good things, you know, happen in life, but bad things cannot be escaped. And ultimately, those who seek God and, you know, love God, love life. But those who love and court death, they love evil. So... I just wanted to read this devotional to you guys so that you can see that, listen, there is a time and a season for everything. And again, I'm here to tell you, you did not miss it, okay? Your time is still coming. And the whole point of today's episode is really to tell you that your time is now. Your time is now. I wanted to talk about us waging war, us being war ready, because I don't know if you noticed, but there's a lot of evil roaming in this world And a lot of us aren't prepared. There are so many things happening in this world, you know, all the social conflicts, the world conflicts that are happening. It's just like, why aren't we taking the initiative to seek God? We see all this evil being done in this world, but we're not even turning to God. We're not humbling ourselves underneath of his mighty hand. Instead, we're adding to the fire. We're adding fuel to the fire and we should not be doing that. You know, the things that are happening in third world countries, it's not just happening, you know, by circumstance. It's not just happening for no reason. Listen, these things have been in motion. Everything that is happening now, God has already planned for. God already knew this was coming. Okay, this is all a part of his plan, whether you believe it or not. It's all a part of his plan. Because at the end of the day, this big old bad thing that you see in the third world country, it's later going to be good because God can still use that bad thing for his good. Like the stuff that's going on in Haiti and, you know, the millions of Europeans trying to, you know, just stay warm. They're struggling to stay warm at this point. It's crazy. And I used to think when things were happening outside of, you know, the United States that I couldn't help, that I was useless. But that was what the enemy was trying to tell me. Look, he didn't want me to aid the heavens. He wanted me to aid hell. Because, again, I didn't think that I could do anything. I'm in a whole other country. Like, how can I help somebody else that's in another country? But I was thinking small. God had to step in my life and he had to let me know, like, listen, you can pray. Prayer works. The word works. Okay? The word will always work. And we need to start equipping our spirits with the word so that we can, you know, start fighting in these in this spiritual warfare. Like, again, the time is now. We have so many things that are happening in this world, so much evil that's, you know, just roaming around. And we're not even prepared. We're not prepared. And I want to prepare you. I want to prepare you to get ready for this spiritual war that is happening. I want you to go out there and I want you to fight because your time is now. So after you hear this episode, you know, after this episode is over, I want you to get in your war room and I want you to, you know, set hell on fire. 
okay? I want you to cause hell. Because listen, God told us we are to wage war. And I was thinking like, why he want us to wage war? But I was thinking literally, I was thinking in this earthly realm, not in the spiritual realm, but that's what he's telling us. He said, we need to wage war on hell. It's time for us to set hell on fire. And I'm going to tell you how. So I was asking myself, I'm like, God, like I was reading Proverbs, you know, I'm still doing my little 30 days of Proverbs, 31 days of Proverbs. So I'm at Proverbs chapter 24. Okay. And I'm at verse six. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 6. And it says, For by wise guidance you can wage your war, and in an abundance of counselors there is victory and safety. I'm going to read it again. For by wise guidance you can wage your war, and in an abundance of counselors there is victory and safety. So, it says by wise guidance we can wage a war. We can't just be out here waging war and not knowing what we, you know, waging war against or why we're doing it. We need to know where it's coming from. We need to know who our source is and, you know, why we do what we do. Because if we don't understand our why, then we can't get to our what. (laughs) So you need to understand why before you do it. Because, again, if you don't have that why foundation, then you're not going to give it your all. Because you don't have the whole truth. So... It says, for by wise guidance, you can wage war. I can wage war because I have godly wisdom inside of me. Because I know who my father is. And I know the power that he has set inside of me. That greatness that is inside of me. I know how to navigate that. I know how to use that. I know that when the enemy comes against me to just go to the word. Because the word is going to contest that. Whew! I'm on fire right now. Come on, God. Speak to me. Because listen... I told y'all, I didn't think that I could help everybody out that was in another country. But listen, all the stuff that is going on right now, you can pray. You can read the word. We're not we're not fighting a physical war right now. We're fighting a spiritual war. And you need to get God's word inside of you if you're going to be able to make it to the other side. God says wisdom allows us to wage war. Godly wisdom. Let me correct myself. Godly wisdom allows us to wage war. So if you are not sitting at, you know, if you're not sitting at God's feet, you're not going to get the wisdom that you need. Okay. And if you're surrounding yourself with small minded people, then you're not going to get the wisdom that you need because they can't see past their own thinking. They can't see past their own feelings. It's time for you to boss up, get you some kingdom minded friends, get you some mentors, because I'm telling you when the time come for the trumpets to go, you need to be ready. So as I was doing my reading, I'm like, okay, I want to know how soldiers get ready for war. Like, I really want to know what they do to prepare them, you know, physically and mentally for war. And they have these agility tests. They're physical and mental agility tests. They're probably like agility. What is that? I know I love definitions. Agility is just the ability to move quickly and easily. So again, they do tests on the mental and on your physical. So they want to know that you are able to think quick on your feet, but you are also able to move quickly and easily through the obstacles that they have set in front of you. I don't know who this is for, but you've been going through physical and mental agility tests. Okay, God is preparing you. God is preparing you. You're like, God, I feel like I can't get a break every time, you know, I'm doing something good. I just feel like I'm getting knocked back, like, you know, what's going on. But 
you're going through some agility tests, okay? God, he wants to make sure that you are able to move quickly. He wants to know that when he puts you in this position, when he puts you as the commander of his army, that you are going to take the wisdom that God has put inside of you through those agility tests to help out the rest of your army. So understand that you may be tested right now, but it's so that you can help test others to refine them to get ready for the war to come. Mm. Some other tests and training that the soldiers go through is uh, resilience and stress training. And I'm like, yo, first of all, stress training, that's like, I don't even, that's something that sounds like I don't even want to sign up for. Like, come on now. It just speaks for itself. But resilience is just flexibility. It's how flexible and strong your character is. Stress training teaches you how to cope with stress that arises from threatening situations. So basically, it improves your performance in acute crisis situations. So there are four F's. I want to talk to you about the four F's. So I was reading this article and I came across the four F's. I'm like, yo, people really do this? Like soldiers really do this? But yes, because it's something easy to remember and you need tactical skills and, you know, uh, things that are easy to remember when you're out there in war because it's fast paced. Okay. Nobody's thinking twice in war. I promise you that. So you need to, again, it's all about agility. You need to think quickly and you need to have strategies inside of your mind that you can just, you know, grasp onto that when it comes time of need, you can just pull on that knowledge. That's why you got to have godly wisdom to wage war, y'all. Y'all see how all this tying in together? I love it. I love it. (laughs) All right. So the four F's. The first F is find them. First F is find them. You can't fight them if you don't know where they are. So how are you going to fight an enemy? You don't even know where they at. So what does this first step entail? Basically, what the first step means is that we must do some recon before we just jump out there. You got to find out all you can about the enemy through the warnings of God written in the Bible. God tells us uh, many characteristics of an enemy. They're liars. They're thieves. They love evil. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't take much to know, you know, who an enemy is, but God also tells us that an enemy is one who raises himself against God, you know, and we have to understand the kind of weapons the enemy has so we can try to relieve them of it. If we just going into war, we don't even know, you know, what the enemy is fighting with. How can we really prepare ourselves? Like we going out there without bulletproof vests and they out here using guns, not knives. You know what I'm saying? Like we was prepared for them to use knives, but they out here, you know, and they have guns. So we were just ill prepared. That is why we have to do our recon. We have to go out there and find out all we can before we just jump out there. Y'all get me? Y'all, y'all tracking with me? I really hope you are. All right, so that was step one. That was the first F, which was find them. The second F is fix them. Yes, fix them. Find them, fix them. So basically, when you find the enemy, you have to fix them. All right. By keeping them pinned down by your firepower so they can't fire shots at you. So I like to say that fixing them is just throwing them out of their game so that you can get to the third F, which is fight them. Okay. So the first F is find them. Okay. I'm saying find them. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even saying them. I'm saying find them. That's how we say it in the country. Find them. Okay. Find them. Fix them, which is basically pinning them down with your firepower. So basically throwing them off their game so that you can make closer contact. And the third F is fight them. Okay? It's, it's self-explanatory, okay? Fight them. At this step, the enemy is fixed trying to get themselves together while we move towards the assault position. Again, we were moving closer to contact. 
So when we're fighting them, we're basically slowing them down. You know, we're firing at them, basically scaring them so that they can retreat into a small corner. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to back them into a corner. That's basically how I see fight them as. And when we're done with fight them, we then go into the last F, which is finish them. Ooh, like Mortal Kombat, finish them. Or they would like finish her. I don't. I don't know. I ain't. I ain't played Mortal Kombat in a while, but I just know they do be saying finish. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just excited to talk to y'all about this. But the last F is finish him. Okay. Again, self-explanatory. But this is where you make your final blow. Okay. You make your final. Uh, I am getting tongue tied. I don't think the devil want me to get this out, but I am going to continue to get this out the best way I know how, which is just to continue to talk. Okay. So, again, finish them is where you take your final blow to knock the enemy out, okay? And have them choose between surrender or destruction. Or in other words, heaven or hell. Because, again, we are fighting a spiritual war. So, when we have the opportunity to finish the enemy, we get them two options. You either going to surrender to my God or you going to, you know, get destroyed by his wrath. So, which, which one you want to do? You know, and <laughs> I love, like, I love these four S because it's, it's a good, it's a good tactic to have, like, first step, we got to find them. Okay, God, I know what's evil going on out here, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to find out all I can about the evil that's going on so that I know what it looks like so I can discern between it. You know what I'm saying? And then, when I got all my recon done, I'm going to fix them. And how am I going to fix them? How am I going to fix uh, an enemy I can't really see? Because, you know, we can't see demons. So how can we fix a demon? Oh, my firepower is the word. Because the word is as sharp as a two-edged sword. It may not be a gun, but let me tell you something. It is stronger than any other. It is stronger than any weapon formed on this earth. Okay? And so my firepower is my faith. And my faith is fueled by the word of God. Okay? And then that's going to that's gonna put me into the next step, which is fight them. How can I fight somebody I can't even see? Like, what am I doing? I got God on my side, okay? It's all right. I don't walk by sight anyway. I walk by faith. <laughs> so what I'm going to continue to do is lean on the spirit that's inside of me. See, the spirit is God's, the spirit is an advocate for God. All right? It is telling me where I need to go. It is, it's, it's guiding me. It's telling me, listen, you shouldn't even do that. Go this way. You know what I'm saying? So how do I fight them? I fight them with the spirit. Okay, I fight them with the greatness that is inside of me. Can nothing or no one take that from me? And when you have that confidence inside of you, let me tell you something. Can't nobody take that from you. And that goes into the next step, which is finish them. When you are when you're up there in that stamina and you're up there without adrenaline pumping, finish them. Because I'm telling you, if you do not crush the head of the serpent, the serpent is going to come for your heel. Mm. I'm going to say that again. If you do not crush the head of the serpent, the serpent is going to come for your heel. So you have to get them at that last step. You have to get them. Do not wait. Do it while it's there. Do not let the the enemy just, you know, uh, hop fences in your life. When you, when you feel something, you know, wicked come on you, when you feel those temptations and you feel that sin creeping up, it's time for you to, you know, attack it. You have to attack it and back it into a corner so that it only has two options. Again, surrender to our God or get destroyed by his wrath. Mm. Are y'all are y'all ready to to wage war? 
Because I think I am. Like, I'm just, I'm so ready. Like, I'm so tired of all this evil going on. And I told you, as Christians, you know, as followers of God, we are to be on the front lines, not be passive. We are not passive Christians. No. If you are a follower of God, understand that you are active, okay? You are an active member, not a passive one. <laughs> it's time for y'all to wake up, okay? Put on your spiritual gear because we got a war to fight. Okay, I'm going to need y'all to start equipping yourself with the word of God. Because I can't, we, listen, we can't fight this war alone. Like, yes, we have a lot of followers of God in this world, but we can always take some more. We can always use more. So equip yourselves with the word of God so that you can come help us in this war. So that you can help us fight against the things that are trying to take us down. And understand that weapons are going to form, but they know, they will never prosper. Weapons will form, but they will never prosper because at the end of the day, the victory is God's. The victory belongs to the Lord and we already got it. Look, Colossians chapter three, verse 23, it says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for men. Since you know that you'll receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. I ain't telling you to do it so that you can receive something. What I'm telling you is go out there and do it because you love God. And because he loves you. And he sent his only son down to this world for sins that weren't even his. So the least we can do is to go and set hell on fire. Because of the things that our father has done for us. So, your time is now. Spread the word. It's time for us to, to wage war. Okay? It's time for us to wage war if you have the godly wisdom and that confidence. It's time for you to go out there and start setting these streets on fire. God said it's time for us to shake things up. It's time for us to disrupt this world. This world has been blinded for so long. People have been wearing blinders for so long. It's time for us to snatch them off of people's faces. It's time for everybody to wake up and see the truth. That Jesus is our Savior. Alright? <laughs> and Jesus is Lord. And you don't want to wait until the last minute. You do not want to wait until the last minute. Get right now. So that wraps up today's episode. If you haven't already, make sure you hit the plus sign in the corner of your screen so that you can subscribe to the channel. Drop a rate, comment, or view below. Also, follow my inspirational blog on Instagram at Podcast 2 underscores. Thanks again for tuning in with me, guys. I love you all and have a blessed rest of your day.